This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at Messy.fm. Welcome back to the 209 Podcast. Restart, I'm restart, here. Restart, restart. <laughs> restart, restart, restart. <laughs> we can, we can <laughs> ask him to call it. No, roll with it. Roll with it. Yeah, I'm providing the energy tonight, boys. That was good. That was, and that was a sneaky. We didn't even know you were going to do that. No, caught you off guard. Yeah. This is our, our seventh episode. Um, Just pumping them out. Yeah, great number. Seven's a great number. Mm-hmm. Who are some of your favorite sevens? Um, off the top of the dome, John Elway, Ben Roethlisberger, Michael Vick. Good quarterback number. Lamar Odom. Oh, ooh, still didn't he get kind of canceled? <laughs> I think he did, but he was number seven. Um, Pudge, we talked about last week. Yeah. I sent you that picture of Pudge. Um, I was yeah. at a restaurant in Jackson, and I went to the urinal to go pee, and I look up, and there's Pudge right in front of me. And I looked to my right over the other urinal, another picture of Pudge, different picture. So they just, they loved Pudge. <laughs> he, he is like a urinal type guy. <laughs> urinal picture guy. Right. Um, the only yeah. sevens I can think of are Ted Ginn Jr. and Chad Hunt. <laughs> Nice. So kind of That's the world e- I lived in. Equal but opposites. Yeah. What other sevens? Um I mean I can keep going. Carmelo when he was with uh the Knicks. Um Mickey Mantle. I think he's probably the most famous number seven. Oh. Luca is seventy seven. Luca is seventy seven. Yeah. That's, that's always weird, I think. That is weird. You know, in the NBA they're more likely to – well, because in high school, you can't have a number above five. Right. Because the referees have to be able to do the – Yeah, one hand. It it blew my mind when I learned that because, you know, you see all the crazy numbers in the NBA, and then you're like, why can't we be number seven in basketball? But – Yep. Alas. Yep. I was – I was – I listened back to our podcast from last time. And you mentioned Ben. I still am shocked that Ben wasn't on your top five. I listened, I listened back a few times, and I actually regret because if I regret not putting Ben up there. And let me – just give me the floor to, to make it right. Um, he was the quarterback of the Steelers since I was in second grade. That was when I started watching the Steelers with more attention. And I would have to say, like how Jacob said, if I was honest, if you cut me open, that I wasn't just trying to be cute. I think Ben is probably my favorite player. Um, and I think my list, I got a little carried away with, like, I don't know, just nostalgia of that era in college football that I yeah. probably didn't really grade myself super well in terms of who was my favorite. You know, Ben was awesome. Even this year. I got into a tradition of watching. There's this YouTube video of Big Ben run plays. 
Mm. Um, and Megan has just become a Steelers fan in recent years. Mm-hmm. She only knew Ben as this big lumbering guy who you kind of want to retire. Um, I remember. Both. Yes, I remember him in, as an impossible person to like. It's impossible to tackle him. Mm, yeah, and he he had some wheels. Yeah, and he was fearless. So it was hard for me to to hear her talk about him in a way that I'm like, wait, you got to see the full picture. Yeah. So I'm sure Ben is is chucking and ones, you know. Oh yeah. Like got a guy draped on him, and he's just still totally dark. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. There's so many times where you're just. I think I took it for granted because I was just like, oh, hey, I'll get out of this. Mm -hmm. Oh, we'll convert here. There's like, there's like that training, that famous training camp video of Ben where I don't, whoever the backup is, they're like doing the drill where they throw the bags at him and yeah. work and footwork. Ben's just like shoulder. Like, yeah, he just eating, uh, eating the bag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. That video is funny. Yeah, we used to, we used to do that drill too. Um, and yeah, because Ben's like using the football like as a sword. Yeah, in yeah. a moment, yeah, yeah, and that's probably more likely. He probably doesn't need to work on that drill. That's just no. No, he knows exactly who he is. Exactly. Um, this is a weird conversation, but what's a drill that you feel like you did the most in your life, any sport? Mm. Mm. Oh, uh, the reason the reason I asked this, I saw some guys hitting the mic and drill the other day. When I Ooh. came in school, I <laughs> yeah. was like, man, the mic and drill is, is as old as the earth, I feel like. Yeah, that, I definitely, I did a lot of micing when I was young. A lot of micing when I was young. But honestly, um, probably the hit away, actually. Uh, okay. You, you know can what you, that is? Can you explain that to me? Um, it was, a thing that you could put on, we had it on our basketball hoop um, pole, and you like strap it. It's a baseball drill, and you like wrap it around the pole. Then you kind of like swing it, and then you just hit it, and it'll wrap back up and come back around to you. So like I would just get a bunch of reps like hitting, doing that. Nice. Um, so it's like that. A- it's like a punching bag almost. Like you have to kind of be rapid fire with it. Yeah. It's enough time that like you're not rushing. You're, like you're getting good reps in. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you get a rhythm to it basically where you get like a good rep in and you need to hit the ball well for it to work. Like if you, yeah. if you don't hit it well, then it's not going to go well. But yeah, I'm surprised. You guys never heard of that before? No, I, I don't not, know. No. Hit away. Uh, nope. Yeah. I got a lot of reps in the hit away, just kind of uh, just in my free time, which was all the time as a kid. Um, and yeah, probably miking. And just like uh, suicides or line drills. I mean, that's not really a drill, but I feel like I ran so many of those in my life. Yes. Yes. B, what about you? What comes to mind? Just zone stepping? Yeah, honestly, yeah, that was the not necessarily zone stepping, but stances and starts as an offensive lineman. Yeah, different different steps. Yeah. Very very monotonous, but yeah. definitely important. 
Yeah. There's a lot of those drills that I hated in college that I just got so sick of. But. Yeah. Well, from the coaching perspective, I will say, like, I mean, there's there's prolific coaches who have great drills, but sometimes you're just like, what can we do today? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, and I, I, I definitely go back to Old Faithful. Totally. And because uh, there's just a weird in-between where you're like, okay, we can't do, like, like, you'll see college coaches have everyday drills that they'll mm-hmm. just rip with their guys. But we, like, for us, we just have a weird amount of time. My my running backs, certain drills I, I have started doing, they'll call them, they call them IG drills, just for Instagram drills, because they think that I made them up. And, I mean, they're not, like, that wrong. But they're more so, like, I looked up Ohio State's running back drills and yeah. started doing those drills. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Ev? No, just like any kind of like three step drop. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like stuff like that, just footwork for quarterback is probably what I've drilled the most. Um, but I did the summer before eighth grade, like there, I just where I was developmentally, there was a chance, and I moved to a new school, there was a chance that I was not going to make the basketball team. And the coach before in that summer told me, like, you have to use your left hand and this is like the most like uh, you know I will pass this on to my children of like I worked on my left hand every day that summer for like hours mm-hmm. and I remember he I, I made the team but I, I remember one practice the coach stopped the practice because I I made like in traffic a left hand layup and he was just like he pointed it out to everybody that like I had worked on it for a long time yeah. And it was really cool. Um, so I think it's probably left-handed layups. And now I can, like, I feel like I've lost it. But yeah. all you kids out there, do left-handed layups. Yep. Valuable. Whatever you do with your right, do it with your left. Right. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if you can just finish with both hands when you're young, it's overpowered because oh, yeah. they always just tell you for some love. 100%. Oh, yeah. For Guys, sure. I got I got forced right recently in my uh, city city league game. You got forced to your right. The, the bench was chirping that they needed to force me right. <laughs> that it was, means it was it was very satisfying actually. <laughs> it was very satisfying. That, that says a lot about your personality. Yeah, that I, that, that like you're uh, non dominant hand so much. Yeah, so you know the conflict averse is a trait. You're like conflict. Uh, pro conflict. Bring it, yeah. Please, please give me some. Right. That's awesome. Oh, man. Uh, what do you do? You think? Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. What were you gonna say? I was gonna shift gears a little bit. No, you can shift gears. Uh, the last thing I was gonna say is I, I remember the first time I was in a practice where we ran three man weave beautifully. Mm, mm, that's a that's a drill that definitely did a lot. Yeah, that was just like a very satisfying. Yes. This is fun. Yes, when it's pretty. When it's pretty and it's nice. There's a lot of those basketball drills that are just like impossible because some college coach made it up and yep. they're just intended to get you to run all day. Yeah. There's a, there's like, there's a threshold age where basketball makes sense, I feel like. Yeah. Like when, like three man weave didn't look good for a long time. Right. I don't know when that age is, but yeah, I would say probably upper high school. Yeah, 
That's always um, been hit in for me. All right, shift gears. Conductor. Also, I would like to say that when I'm in the shower and, and no music, whatever, I'm just dreaming up basketball drills like all the time. I, I, I have so many. Yeah, I have so many drills that um, I've come up with that I really want to try out. But. Um, <laughs> So, I, we, I don't know we, what I want to ask. No, are we conventional? Um, yes. <laughs> They're not. They're well, not. this is this is what I'd say. I I would str- like I don't like that our conditioning didn't involve a ball or like some type of I don't know. You know, like doing a line drill is not. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So I, I've my head. I've come up with a lot of like full length court like. Uh, no dribble things where yeah. you have to like get up and down and yeah. uh, and involving more people like a sim- like similar to running a break um, and like get your big man running from rim to rim basically um, which good. I think would be really good and in my mind would be a lot of fun but no uh, I was just I was talking to this with somebody yesterday he's a baseball coach but he was saying that he does his warm-ups for baseball. He tries to incorporate, like, stealing bases as oh, they're, yeah. like, doing some kind of dynamic warm-up. Yeah. Which he, he connected to it being, like, Bill Belichick has very similar ideas of, like, you should never incorporate something in practice that doesn't mimic the game somehow, even if it's stretching. Um, I, I thought, yeah, that's yeah. what you're saying. I agree with that. I, I think it should yeah. be functional somehow. Like, right. Right. B, what do you think about that? I agree. I I think that's one thing Coach Wilharms, the coach at LCS, is really good at is, like, for conditioning, we'll just run up-tempo offense or something like that um, rather than just having them run 40s or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Because then now you're incorporating, like, you got to focus, too. You can't check out. Right. and that's what you want to you want to be repping that too because you want the mental component of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't know. At least I feel like with going to hurry up offense at the end of a practice, or whatever, you know that it's the end. Like you can give it all you got, and there's a way that you can like constrain them to be like if you don't get right. it in this amount of time, like there's going to be whatever punishment, right. whatever. Right. But um, I think that stuff's good. That is good. And more fun. So it is. I mean, we we play sports to throw the ball around. Or at least I yeah. always felt, felt yeah. that way. It's a lot easier for me to run when I'm chasing a ball. Like yeah. that's just the nature of things. Yeah. Um shifting gears a little bit. You're yeah. talking about uh footwork as a quarterback. Yeah. How important do you think footwork is as a quarterback? Because you hear these commentators talking about it all the time. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out on footwork. Are you out? Yep. Um, okay. Well, well, let's just, I'll just give you a brief history from what I understand. The West Coast offense, Bill Walsh, mm-hmm. was all footwork. It was basically like every, every route even was predicated on when Joe Montana hits his seventh step, he's just letting it go to a spot because it was all like predicted. I think. Bill Walsh obviously had a big impact on the game, and a lot of people ran the West Coast offense, so there was this deep footwork, footwork, footwork tradition. And then Mike Leach 
kind of the opposite. Mm-hmm. Never taught any footwork. Mm-hmm. It's all, I mean, you take, we would say punch step, read step, it's ball out because it's all quick. Um, so if you watch, like, especially, I mean, this was a knock on Patrick Mahomes when he came into the league. He didn't have any good, any footwork. He was, yes. he was like, as raw as it, you know, like, and now it's not like he has great footwork. Um, I think he's very athletic and obviously can throw any kind of throw, change his arm slots. He's off balance most, off balance when he doesn't even need to be off balance. Yeah. Um, so he's, he's proving it. I would say like, I, in my own experience, like if you're going to throw an out route for me to my left, if my footwork's off, it's going to throw. I'm, I'm going to be inaccurate with the ball just because the hips and the momentum and everything involved is important. Um, but I mean, if you watch Dan Marino, he used to just back up. He used to just back pedal. Yeah. Like for 10 yards and then just chuck it. Feel yeah. free, Jacob, to, to jump in there. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with what you're saying. I mean, I think you see it with, the kind of change in the style of quarterbacks the NFL teams are looking for now where they're looking for people who can make off schedule plays by being mobile. Um, And I, the one guy that talks about it a lot that I think you might've shown me of was the QB school on YouTube. Oh yeah. What is the, I don't remember his name, but he, yeah. Yeah. Cause he, he, he talks about how it like, I think it's gone to where it's less for timing and it's more important for it's more important that you just get your feet, like you said, get your feet in a good spot to make accurate throws rather than on top right. throws. Right. It's it's hard because like at the at the top level, those guys are just very athletic and it's almost innate to them to do to throw the ball the way they do. Um, and, you know, you're trying to teach what Josh Allen does across the board or whatever. Um, it's just going to be hard to replicate. All right. Tell me why you're out, Grant. Yeah. Um, I just think thinking back to when I was in high school and I wish I could go back and go, like, I never went to a quarterback camp or, like, did anything. I didn't work on it as much as I wish I would have. If I could go back, I would work on it a lot more. But the – whenever, like, the coaches started making me think about my footwork, I'm thinking about my feet when I'm throwing a ball. Mm-hmm. And, like – and when I think about when I was a good quarterback, like, it would be just on the playground, nothing about anything – all you got to do is get the ball to mm-hmm. that player. Like yeah. you're literally just getting the ball to them. And that's the only thing on your mind. Mm-hmm. Like, I think when you start getting really nitpicky on to a certain degree, like what you're saying about the out route, I think is true. But when you get really nitpicky about like, okay, hit this step, release ball, like right. whatever. I just feel like it's, it's like a micromanaging thing where right. if you're just like, all right, go be an athlete, get the ball, like hit whoever's open, be smart, right. take your matchup, whatever. Like, I don't, so much of sports, I think we overcomplicate, but especially football. 
Um, But I don't know. I, yeah, I just think, especially now in the NFL too, like you're saying, there's so many guys who it's, it's going that way where they just get the ball like Mahomes and they find a way like whatever. So I, I, I'm just, I'm out on it. I just think that you just need to be an athlete. Just. Yeah. Yeah. I I think, I think it depends on the quarterback too. Cause I think that like, like you cannot use good footwork and have good anticipation. Still, where some kids in high school, I feel like if they're not thinking about like I need to get the ball out now, they just never like throw anyone open. They're just waiting, waiting, waiting. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's generally, Jake. You make a good point. It's it's more of a way to teach timing. Yeah, uh, I can see that. Yeah. Because, you know, you can't take two hitches, really, with any route. Right. Maybe be three and a hitch. Yeah, it's interesting because Brett Favre obviously played in the West Coast. And he he wasn't as disciplined as, like, Joe Montana. And he made it happen. Um, I'd be interested to look back and see if he was always good with his feet. He just yeah. freaked out. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you just have a really strong arm and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yep. And you just thank the Lord for that strong arm. The, uh, yeah. That's all I'll say. Yeah. So what's up? We have any programming for tonight or? You know, I was thinking about this. Um, deep in the NFL season now, or midway through almost. Is this week, week nine or week eight? Um, the, Eagles are seven and zero, so this is yeah. Okay, they have a buy. They had a buy. That's not. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Let's get on the record. Super Bowl matchup and winner predictions. Oh boy. See, these things are dangerous for me because it reveals how unsporty I am on a sporty good times production. That I I have a hard time even knowing who's in the AFC and NFC. Yeah, but that's um, this is a this is a spectrum of of guesses though. Oh, okay. You don't we'll want to No, no, I'm I, saying we'll put, I'm saying uh, between the guessers. I would say that Jake probably has a lock or more of an know. idea. I I'm less I'm less uh less sure this year than I was last year. Although I was not right about the NFC at all last year. Um you were right about the Bengals. I, I was right about the Bengals. But yeah, you were right about the Bengals. Impressive. I was, I was really in on the Bengals. Did you say oh. 49ers? Is that who you said would be? I don't even remember who. I don't remember who I was on, but I, I, the Rams did not look good before. I mean, it was probably like a mid-season. They just had a really bad stretch, and I lost faith in them. But shouldn't have. Shouldn't have. I'll go um, Eagles or NFC, right? Yep. I'll go Eagles-Bills. Okay. Eagles-Bills, that's it's a good bet. Yeah, I feel like that's, a, that's a, what the people are saying, right? Yeah. I, uh, I'll match the Bills, and I'm going to go 49ers. 
Yeah, you yeah, like the C Mac like C Mac trade? Yeah, the C Mac trade, I just think like I don't even if even if he doesn't I mean he obviously had a great first game, but I just feel like as a decoy, just it just opens up a lot and then they got a good defense. So it depends on if they are healthy. Is Nick Bosa healthy right now? He played on Sunday, yeah. Oh he did? I for some reason I thought has he been playing all season? I don't know, B. Big. What are you talking about? Chubbs Big. being an absolute menace right now. Yeah, I would like the people to know that Chubbs was straight up chewing on Jacob's wrist earlier. <laughs> didn't phase him at all. While he was talking, yeah, this is unprofessional. I, I'm, a per- yeah. I, I'm a person for the people. I'm locking him up there. This is bad. This is a bad production. We got squeaky toys. We got lamb chop getting squeaked over here. We might. We can cut out this section. You know, no, I, no, thought, no, I, I thought I could, I thought I could trust him, but you can't. I, I want them to hear me roast Jake on. on <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, um, so who are, who are you talking about? Nick Bosa has he been healthy all season? I I don't know. I, he has not been healthy all season. I don't know how many games he's played, but but he's back. I believe so. Yeah. yeah. I thought he's been injured a lot. Is uh, Keenan Allen? Won't freaking come off yeah, my he hasn't bench. It's been very frustrating. Yeah. That is All frustrating. Right. So, Grant, you went with uh, Eagles and who? I went Eagles, Bills. I've paused on what Jake's thinking. You say right now that Justin Herbert is your favorite player in the NFL? <clears throat> I would say, yeah, from like – my favorite player to watch. Um, I think he's super tough. And I, do, I don't know if, if people talk about that enough. I mean, I think they do, but mm-hmm. he's super tough. God, just he's very, very athletic, and obviously his arm's very strong. And I just yeah. – we talked about this a little bit last year, but if you – I love watching those mic'd up videos. There's two that I would say you need to watch back-to-back. Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow. <laughs> Joe Burrow, uh, and I'm going to sound like a Steeler fan, is the most annoying mic'd up player. Uh, I think I'm, I'm, I'm with you. To. I'm with you 100%. And it's like up there with Aiden Hutchinson's family. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which I, I agree with y'all on. They are, they were hard to listen to, but Joe is obviously very competitive. And that comes through in his in his mic'd up, but it's it's just the ego is just kind of cringy. Um, and Justin could be couldn't be more different than Joe. Like yeah. just the chillest guy, best teammate. And I'm sure Joe's a fine teammate, but it's just I just really enjoyed his mic'd up. Yeah. Um, anything on YouTube, Justin Herbert, big fan of. He like he like runs away from the camera. Yeah, I love it. Um, I, I'm just surprised that it's got to be close between Josh Allen. Like, I feel like you would love Josh Allen too. I do like Josh Allen. I do. Um, I think this is what I'll say. One of them is just like poetry. Justin is poetry in much. Josh Allen gets it done. And obviously he's like very skilled. Yeah. I just, Justin is so smooth with everything. Okay. I think that's, that, that adds to it. <laughs> Yeah, there, there's a bruteness to Josh Allen's game. Right, which is which super like. effective. Yeah. yeah. 
But I feel like, I mean, just uh, observing the type of player you were, yeah. um, I've often said, at least to Nikki, I don't know if I've said this to you, but Justin Herbert is NFL Everett. Um, oh, that's very kind. But I would say you're comparable to Josh Allen, too, in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. At least, like, I went back and I don't even know if I told you this, but after, like, our first uh, Zoom and we were talking about or I think maybe their second when we were talking about your high school stats or whatever. I went, I went and watched some Whitfield highlights. Oh yeah, dude, you ran the ball so much at Whitfield. Oh yeah, that was much more of a running quarterback in high school, and it helped. It helped to be bigger than everybody. I will say, <laughs> it helps. Yeah, but that's, but that's the Josh Allen vibe I was getting. Just like yeah. this big quarterback who was just yeah. And there was some some kind of switch that happened. I mean, college obviously everybody's big to some degree. And I couldn't run as hard. I mean, I think I could have. I just didn't have a, that same mentality, and I really wanted to be a good passer. But in high school, it was just like looking for contact. And that's why when I came out of high school, I got a lot of, like, tight end recruitment. Yeah. It makes so much sense. Yeah, because yeah, I didn't I throw the ball that much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you were a great runner at TU, but I would have labeled you as a pocket passer. Which yeah. is like uh, not what you were in high school at all, I would say. No. Right. Yeah. The uh, I know. I that I remember somebody was like a, a teammate of ours compared me to Tom Brady, and I just was like, "Ugh, I hate that." Because I rather <laughs> I would much rather get like a somebody who's at least in the middle. Yeah. You yeah. know, I don't. Yeah. I I'm not that heavy footed. Yeah, well, I would never say that you, like, shied away from any contact, quite the opposite, but... I probably should have shied away from some more. Probably should have <laughs> some more, took some concussions. And... Yeah. Lord, I, I should have taken, like, a falling class, because I tried to, like, get out of some things by, like, spinning out of them, and then mm. I would always hit my head on the ground. Uh, and yeah. and I, I think that that was my downfall. Yeah, yeah, learning how to fall. They talk about that in NFL all the time. Yeah, it's true. That's one thing Justin Fields does not do well. He takes so many unnecessary hits every day yeah. of my life. Yeah. He did at Ohio State, too. Yeah. And I, saw, I saw something crazy yesterday. Tyler Lockett hasn't been tackled yet this season. Yes, I saw that. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> We, I actually, fascinating. <laughs> Grant, you need to go watch this. Cause I mean, it makes sense in the NFL. I just can't imagine like a high school coach in America, like ever being like endorsing that to one of their players. It, it would be very anti what Grant yeah. is all about. Gotta get the yak. <laughs> Gotta get the yak. Gotta get the act. Every inch matters, man. It's true. But at that level, I think it, it makes a lot of sense. Well, this is literally the difference of millions of dollars. Right. If he, if he can extend his his career. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, every hit could put you out of that game, which doesn't help your team. So. Yeah. Sometimes, maybe, it's not worth it. But, I don't know. Jake, did you escape college football? Surgery free. Yes. Yeah. Did, 
Did you have a, yeah, a you surgery? Didn't have surgery? Did you? No, I didn't, I didn't have. I didn't. Whoa, that's <laughs> such an accomplishment! <laughs> wow, we should really talk about that. No, I don't get. I yeah, I didn't have a surgery. Wait, who's the odd man out? This is like uh, raise your hand if you've tried beer before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the no, I I. I ask you that. I feel like, Jacob, yours is more impressive because yours is like, you didn't miss any games because of injuries, did you? That's more of what I was trying to say. I don't know. I didn't miss any games. What games did I miss? Swear, you had a wrist problem. You had a wrist problem. (laughs) When I was a sophomore in high school, is this what you're talking about? I don't know. It, it It was flaring up later in college. No, he doesn't have a wrist problem anymore because of the old wristwatch. <laughs> yeah. We know the wristwatch in volleyball works very well. I, I didn't miss any games. I missed some practices, and I missed a lot of that one spring ball after the incident. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the incident. <laughs> the fatality. <laughs> yeah. What is that? You don't remember? Fatality. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the ba- the Baker's Orb ball or whatever they're called. <laughs> Double concussion. Oh, oh yeah, Jacob's injuries both came off the field in college because that one time you and Grant were wrestling. And didn't and you I hurt your – I injured him? Didn't you hurt your knee a little bit, Jake? No, that's Grant. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you remembered that. Uh, yeah. No, yeah, that – that was that was exactly the situation, except it was me. <laughs> <laughs> just a simple, y'all were just wrestling in the room, yeah. which would happen often. Yeah, but I feel like there's you probably did something, and Jacob actually started trying. Well, he pulled a move that I think <laughs> is it, it's banned. It's an unspoken ban <laughs> that he broke. Where he just got my back and dead weighted, <laughs> and <laughs> my knees crumbled. That's <laughs> true. You, I believe that you were trying to. Uh, there were some below the belt shots that you were performing that made me very angry. If I recall correctly, <laughs> yeah, Jake. Wrestling Jake was always just like, you want to poke the bear, but. Once, once he actually gets his claws out, it's not fun anymore. Right. Yeah. But Grant, you're you're known for just continually poking the bear. Yeah, shenanigans. I think that that's the most like middle child part of you. And obviously, I've been on the receiving end of a lot of that uh, prodding as well. Yeah, I miss it. I miss it. <laughs> That's what you miss. That's what you miss the most. Just antagonizing yeah. the people you live with. Do you antagonize Nikki the same way I, that you antagonize her? Not as much, but every now and then I feel myself getting on one. You know, yeah, getting in that mode, and it's it's pretty enjoyable. Yeah. Um, does she play? Was, does she play basketball with you with the mini hoop? No, and I'll tell you what, my nephews have a little tag hoop. Yeah, and I try to play dorm room basketball, a.k.a. DRB, with yeah. them, and they're just not picking it up. And it, it is, like, it's painful for me because like, you got you to gotta check it off the wall. And yeah. That's a goal 10 because that's 
you blocked that not a ruler's length away from me, so that's a goal right. ten. Right. And yeah. It, but what I, they don't understand is I'm like, guys, it'll make it more fun. Right. It'll make it more fun. Like the rules are there to actually free you up to play the game right and well. Right. Like Jake, my nephew Jake will just stand by the rim and just block everything because it's a little text. I'm like, it's right. not fun, man. Not fun. Do you dunk uh, on him? You just back him down? Yeah. So then I have to posterize him, but <laughs> which I'm like, and then, yeah. You hit the, fun? the shack shove at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that has to be the most disrespectful. I see that sometimes. I'm like, that's the most disrespectful play I've ever seen. In my life. That is the most disrespectful play in any sport yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. That's just like pure overpowering and yeah. let it, letting you know about it. The, the part that nobody talks about, the dude throws the ball very yeah. accurately. It's hard to throw a basketball <laughs> yeah. like that. It is hard to throw a basketball like that. <laughs> that's true. He looks so whiny too after that. Yeah. Like, he just, that's such a bad look. That's, <laughs> that's right. With, with Mason Rudolph when he and Miles Ooh. Garrett got into it. Ooh. Same kind of look. Yeah. Yeah, we don't talk about that. <laughs> that's true. Grant, you got to meet Miles Garrett. This is actually let's let's talk about his character on this on the show in a positive light. He was a cool guy. Miles Garrett was a great guy. I was very sad when that happened because I obviously had a very short interaction with him, so hard to judge anyone. But he was not like the majority of the players at the NFL Combine who were like Alabama players who would just talk about how nobody nobody asked with them because they're sweet. Yeah. Um, and he was like very down to earth talking about comic books and superheroes and uh, I don't know, just a cool guy. What prompted I, him? To, did you prompt him with a question about that? Yeah, well, I think you, you tipped me off that he was like into that. Oh, yeah. So I like asked him about it. I don't remember what we talked about, but uh, it was good. It was, it was like, yeah, it was just a he was just a pleasant person. Uh, I don't know. I, don't, I, mean, I, I think he is that way. I think that was just a bad. No, thing. totally. I, I mean, obviously, people flip a switch when they're playing, and that's part of his, you know, what makes him good at football. Um, no. We. I love uh, seeing. I love seeing Miles Garrett on basketball courts. Have you seen videos of that? Is he amazing? He looks like a monster. Oh yeah. <laughs> His arms are just so big. Yeah, his arms are huge. He looks like someone blew him up. (laughs) The ball looks so small. He's just like dunking it like nothing. It's it's awesome. He can jump. Um, On the combine subject, Jacob, have we talked about this on the show? And stop me if we have, but who, who did you enjoy meeting at the combine the most? I don't know if we've talked about it or not, but... My mine was that de- I only went one year, but it was definitely Quentin Nelson. Oh yeah, we talked about Quentin Nelson last time, but we didn't, we didn't get a chance for Jake to express his love of Quentin Nelson. Yeah, so I because remember we would walk, we'd walk them like across the Colts field to it- MRI or whatever yeah. or yep. X-ray. Yep, and he just he just like chatted with me the whole time because I never like. I was never one to initiate with 
them conversation because I didn't know if they wanted to talk to me or not. But right. um, he just chatted with me the whole time and like at he asked how we ended up doing it or something. I told him that we pull, like we play for a local small college and I play guard, which I it's like I it's kind of awkward almost. Like I'm not trying to say I'm your peer or something, but right. Yeah. <laughs> and like y'all were probably the same age at the time too. Yeah, yeah. We I was probably older than he was, but um. He, like, when we got to, like, midfield, he stopped and was like, man, this is so cool. This stadium's so sick. And then he got drafted by the Colts. So, yeah, that's awesome. And you only – this is amazing. Only you in the whole world got to experience that moment. Yeah. I mean, you and him. Yeah, it was cool. His first kind of realization of Lucas Oil. Yeah. And I I think I remember it because I knew, like, looking at draft – uh, what are they called? Like I knew that, or looking at mock drafts, that he was projected to go to the Colts. So I was like, in my mind, I'm like, there's a good chance he could play here. But. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That uh, I had that moment with my my hero in college, Christian Hackenberg, mm-hmm. who is now you know falling off, but he might be back. On God. Is he playing Canada? What's he doing? Is he playing like, somewhere? I don't know. I need to keep up with him. He he switched to baseball actually. What? Um, yeah, like he was a good baseball player <laughs> in high school. But uh he yeah, he, he kinda went through the I think he showed up in one of those all American football leagues or the XFL, either one. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, I had a cool moment with him at the combine. Got to meet Patrick Mahomes. And I thought this guy was he at that combine? Yes, but he he was like on a weird schedule. Uh, when I talked to him, I was like, "This guy's got the weirdest voice I've ever heard." Yeah, Kermit the Frog um, here. Yes, and that was uh, that was interesting. But we were there when Reuben Foster got kicked out of yeah, the hospital, yeah. and we saw him kind of the pre the prequel to his freakout. Yeah, um, he was he was acting up when we saw him too. So. I do remember Josh Allen. He was there too. Yes. And uh he he felt cool. Um Were you there when Derrick Henry was there? Because that's when um, I saw Derrick Henry and I was like, This man <laughs> is an alien. Yeah. Because and you've heard me talk about this before. Yeah. He's got like the shortest torso in the world. Yeah. And his legs are so long. <laughs> yeah. He does have a weird body. But like, he makes it happen. Yeah, he does. For some reason, I like I really remember J.K. Scott being there. J.K. Scott. Yeah, I actually remember him too. <laughs> I don't the know punter. the punter from Alabama. Oh yeah. I, oh I yeah. Because he just had he a was a he was a personality. Yeah. 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 yeah that's <laughs> this is our ongoing joke that when we were there that everybody looks like a horrible character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Oh, you're you're uh, one size fits none that kills it. <laughs> this suit. Okay. I want people to check if, if you're ever in Indianapolis and yeah, you go yeah. to the, the convention center, just look around <laughs> at all the people who work security there. Yeah. And they are just it looks like, you know, P. T. Barham. 
hired all of them. Yeah. It doesn't help they're wearing like red blazers. Red blazers. Like, they're yeah. all like maybe the shortest <laughs> shortest arms possible. <laughs> they'll they'll pair them up where they've got like the twig guy with like the stout guy. <laughs> it's the ju- the juxtaposition is the yeah. best because you're literally like in the next room they're measuring people for just how athletic and just yeah. how physically fit and their specimens yeah. and then you walk outside and right and they're fist bumping those guys as they go by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They also all have they all have loose candies in their pocket. <laughs> but like butter butterscotch and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that was a lot of fun, though. That was like a Gatorade Christmas. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It, it was like a competition of who could get the most Gatorades that day. That was great. Because the year that Jake didn't get to go, we were, we felt really sad. And I think we, we tried to make it up in giving him as many Gatorades as we could. <laughs> yeah, like came back with a haul. Yeah, we had good hauls. Good hauls. And shout out, Gatorade. Shout out. <laughs> Thanks, Gatorade. Um, you guys want to go through fantasy team names and, and talk about them? Oh, yeah. I can start with mine. Are you talking about just in general? Yeah, like, uh, we don't have to rank them, but we can talk about who's his trash and uh, who's his <laughs> brilliant. Um, I have Justin Herbert on my team. Herb, your mm. enthusiasm. Um, mm. I have a, a different name. Say Justin gets hurt. Oh wow! I have, a, I have a name on lock. Wow! You got one in your um, back pocket. Just yeah, it's kind of uh, it's kind of it's kind of a street rat name. Like I don't really love it, but mm-hmm. it's a nice play on last names. I'll I'll, I'll keep. Oh, uh, I I can I can already see where what you're using. Are you looking at my roster? I am. Are, are you looking at my kicker? I am. So you then, knew where I was going to? Oh, well, when you said street rat, then yeah. <laughs> so you yeah. do, Nick Folk is my kicker, so you just yeah. do something as Folk. Can you look at my roster and see what I would be thinking? I don't know what you are doing with that. Um, okay, this, well, this is going to be a nice segue into Jake's, cause. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> look at my backup tight end and see if you can combine. So if you did my backup tight end yeah. as it's all right. His it's backup right. tight end is Gasecki. Is that you say Gasecki? I thought it was is it, is it Gasecki. Yeah. Oh whatever. I guess it is spelled that way. So Gasecki is Folk? Okay. It is true. It's that's good. That's good. That's good. That's like is the guy who who drinks code red only. Yeah. Yeah. Is that your team name? Your still shows up as Herb Your Enthusiast. No, no, no. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's, 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 that's his back pocket. Name. Oh, that's your back pocket team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. I see. I like Herb Your Enthusiasm. You also you came up with that pretty quick. Like pretty. Was it the night of the draft? Like you changed your name fast. Yeah, I was. I was thinking through some of those things. Yeah, that's, I, that's, that's always that's always where my mind starts going. Yeah. Oh, immediately as soon as the draft's over, that's what I'm thinking about. Um, I see that your mascot is a bear with a foam finger. Yeah. Now, why why that choice? I always go to try to find a, a image that fits into that little window, and I I give up after like three tries. 
it's not easy. It's not and easy. then I just yeah, and I don't know because one year you had Stefan uh, Diggs, dude. Yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> what was your team name, Grant? It was the best team name in the history of uh, Fellowship of Football Fantasies. Right. It was now dig on this, which if you don't get that reference, that's too bad. That's a, that is, yeah, that's a deep. But the picture, the gift would help you because it's Peter Parker, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man in his emo phase when he's at that, I don't even know what it is, a night lounge? He's at a lounge. Yeah. He's... Uh, and he's being just a total douche. Like, because uh, it's because of the venom, right? Oh, right. Yeah. It's because of the venom. But I also, you know, let's not. Let's not let him off the hook. He was being a douche. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. And I feel like Venom only brings out like what's already there. Oh yeah, it's it's in there. It's in there. And there's a dark side to Peter Peter Maguire. Peter Maguire. Peter Parker. Peter, Peter Parker Maguire. Um, and he, <clears throat> in one of the best written lines in cinema, turns around and snaps his fingers because he's about to dance and says, "Now dig on this." <laughs> He also said something. What does he say to the waitress before that? Oh, I don't know. I think he's like, find us some shade, hot something. I don't know what he says. but it's, all, he's, all of his lines when he's in that phase are gold. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for those listening, text that this is the Easter egg. Text us what he actually said if you know it. Yeah. And if, you, if you text me, now dig on this, you can be our next guest. <laughs> oh, let's go. I have a strong feeling who might be the next guest. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I, there's some good lines from those Spider-Man movies. I always think about Bonesaw is ready. Oh, yeah, Taylor Johnson, you saw it. Yeah. I'm going nowhere. <laughs> you love that. That's, a, that's hilarious. Shout out to Ethan McKenzie, our teammate for one year. He was yes. very good at the Bonesaw. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Hope he's doing well. <laughs> yeah, Ethan McKenzie. Um, all right, Herbie Enthusiasm. I think that's a great start. Um, maybe the number one, honestly. Oh, thank you. Uh, Jeff, I just yeah, saw it. You want to say about Herbie? Are you going to yeah. say? Are you going to say your team name, or are you just going to reminisce on a team name you had like two years ago that was? Oh, you want me to go now? Well, we were talking about yours. Okay. Uh, well, we can wait on yours. Yours is good. Yours is good. Mine is kind of I we don't know what it is. Yours is yours is in the mix. We just don't know what it is. I don't want to say yours yet. Let, let's go okay. to let, let's hit some of the the bad ones. Um, who who do you think is the worst one? I mean, I I would be less harsh with Blake if he hadn't had the same one for three years and it didn't make sense when he first made it. Right. Yeah. You want to share that one? Masks off for Harambe. So just two, well, Harambe, extremely antiquated <laughs> pop culture yeah. reference. Yeah, I don't even understand where that comes from. Like, I know Harambe, but, like, weird. <laughs> and he brought that out three years ago, and at that time, we're like, that's so old. <laughs> yeah. And, ma- yeah, Mask Off by Drake, or who sings that, Drake? Future. 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 Yeah, future. Uh, but that was pre-COVID, right. though, right? Yeah, wow. the song was old at that time. I think I don't. 
the mask off was post COVID or during COVID, right? You didn't have mass off for Harambe before COVID. I thought I thought that's what it was the whole time. He had masks off before we had masks? Well, when did the league start? This is on their third year, right? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, 20, had... 2022. Maybe it's our fourth. I don't know. I think, I think this is our fourth year. This is our fourth year. 2018, first year. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, I also... it's. It's been the same name for three years. I guess I like the idea of having a franchise and sticking with it, but uh, I don't think it, I don't think that's the worst one. But I think it's bottom half. Yeah, you think Malls is the worst? Well, no, oh, Brad's. Brad Brad's to me is just base. It's just it's just basic. Like it's just his uh, has been the same. I think maybe not. Yeah, you know, that's the kind of street rat. It's just, uh, it's low-hanging fruit. But it's not, there's, there's we gotta no, say We got to say the names if we're going to discuss them. Yeah, his team name is Scrope Season. <laughs> it's a warning. Is it a warning? <laughs> I, I mean, it's always Scrope Season. Scrope Season, yeah, you don't need to tell us. But he's six and two right now, so it's working out for him. He's got a picture. He does have a good picture, so that that bumps it up, I guess, a little bit for me. But it's a foul picture because it's it's a scrote, mm-hmm. and it's a man clutching a scrote, and it says "Protect your scrotes." Um, it, he's got a man like Chubb on his bench, which is just like you think you could do something there. I respect him not just going with the Chubb. Right, Chubb is a little cliche. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's a little cliche. I, I agree. Um, but I, I I don't know if I would say his is the worst. I would actually say, and I feel bad for doing this because I love this man, but Michaels is unsolicited Dak picks, which basic. was – he Right. It's basic. Definitely an online name that he found, I would say. And he doesn't have Dak on his team. I have Dak on my team, and this is the second year using it. Yeah, you probably did have Dak last year. I think you did, and I think you just didn't change his name, which that's got to be that's got to be yeah, that that, that takes you down a peg. That takes you down to the bottom of the barrel, my friend. Um, yeah, we discussed. What's the best you've ever seen? Just it didn't have to be in our league. And it's not not now big on this. What, what I don't like is that I'll see a name and I'll be like, oh my gosh, that's so creative, well done. Then I find out that it's like a common name that like people yeah, it's, it's out there. Yeah, they just found it online. I'm like, oh. Like, I thought yeah. I could come up with that. One of my favorite ones was when Dwayne Bow was playing. There was just everybody was making play on rainbows. Yeah. So I'd be like somewhere over Dwayne Bow. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, that's, that's good. A, that's a good one. Like the the C cups and a nice tight end. Like I thought that was a great name when Cooper Cup. If you had Cooper Cup on your team, mm-hmm. but then I found out that that was just like a name. People were right. People were using that. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's tough. Yeah, I guess it's probably hard to think of think of names off the dome. Yeah, but that's part of the I mean that's that's an important part of fantasy football. Yeah. I mean, carry on. Some of it like you don't even look up. I just think there's like collective ideas. Like carry on Johnson. There was mm-hmm. just so many carry on, like Yeah. I mean I had keep keep Cam and carry on. Yeah, that's Johnson. a good one. That's a good one though. Yeah, that's a good one. That's but good I think one. that that might have been something you would see all over the place. Just because I don't know. Carry on is just so Right. Yeah, it's just, those it's just, that it's obviously just, yeah. Yeah. are easier to draw on. But we've definitely had some good ones in this league. Um Nick's this year is Jew Daddy, which I think is a repeat. I I don't know. Can y'all tell me the origin of his Judaism? I think I think he's just anti Semitic. Yeah, I think he's actually an anti Semite. And he doesn't know hardly anything about Judaism. That's <laughs> true. Like for someone who talks about Judaism so much, I'm always surprised at how little he understands. Oh, does. <laughs> yeah. No, I, uh, I don't I don't understand his fascination. I don't get it. Uh that could also be the ten of ten name, bottom of the barrel. I don't know. What do you guys think about that one? Yeah, it's definitely down there. Um, in this in this climate, I'll just I'll refrain. No comment. <laughs> yeah, smart, it, is, smart. it is a bad climate for it. Yeah, yeah. Kyrie, Kyrie got suspended by the Nets. He played last night. Today, he, I saw today he got suspended. Yeah, I saw it. Like I had a quote come up on my phone notification from ESPN, and it was like Kyrie saying, "I cannot be an anti-Semite." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like he's reading off of a paper like, <laughs> he, said, he said he could not like just based on his quote was I, it was basically like I see that I cannot be an anti-Semite <laughs> well I cannot be anti-Semitic <laughs> what it was weird yeah that is strange very weird oh. and, and Kanye also getting cancelled for that yes Quick break in the action. Gainwell might be the best running back name of, of all time. Mm. Yeah, I, I never even put two and two together there. That is a great name. That yeah. is a great running back name. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Because I don't – I mean, that doesn't really fit for really that – I mean, maybe if you're a banker or best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you get money, I guess that works. Right. Um, or, yeah, that's a great running back name. There's a linebacker for Ohio State whose name is Steel Chambers, and oh, I always I think that's a fantastic name for a linebacker. Yeah, yeah that is a great name. Yeah, Steel Chambers. Um, all right, let's talk about Mark's name, Robinson Bob in parentheses Evans. <laughs> this this is that's just mole being partial to food. <laughs> he just. He just thought of a restaurant and had to go with it. Do you think the restaurant came first? <laughs> <laughs> and he looked at his team and said, "How can I make this work?" I think he, I think he looked at his roster and saw Evans and was uh-huh. like, 
his mind immediately oh. went to Bob Evans. Oh, well, he, he, we know this. We know this. He definitely didn't get that off the internet. No, which, <laughs> which immediately for me puts him up in the top five. <laughs> I didn't he have a better name? I feel like. Well, I'm in I'm in multiple leagues, then, so maybe I don't know. I feel like he's had decent names this year, but I think I think Mark usually does a good job. Yeah, uh, I would love to see like a Bob Evans logo or something. You know, mm-hmm. that that really put it over the top for me. Um, but I, I think that was creative, at least. I've still never been to Bob Evans. What? Really? Isn't that crazy? Oh. Six years in Indiana. Never did it. It's because Cracker Barrel got yeah. all the attention. That's true. That's true. It was kind of a haul to get over there, Bob Evans. Yeah. Oh, we did go to IHOP. Where, where's the Bob Evans? Was it Muncie? Uh, I think Marion. I think there's one in Marion. Oh, there was. We always go to IHOP. I know, but it didn't like – I wasn't ever like going to get breakfast. Right. I mean, we went to that Cracker Barrel. Yeah. Well, I feel like Bob Evans closes at like 8 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> Tells you a lot about their crowd. Yeah. That's what's great about them. <laughs> do you ever, uh, do you picture yourself as old men ever frequenting a place? Dude, I think Jake probably thinks about that every day. That's <laughs> <laughs> what he's working for. I, uh, I I think if you had the right group, it would be very enjoyable. It's less about the place, more about like you just got to get a group of oldies that yeah gather yeah camaraderie yeah bring a deck of cards yeah I like that uh, the diner I think just having a diner yeah that's like Mark's dream is to be old and I don't <laughs> even think he needs to go with anyone he just want he just wants to go well he already goes guy. doesn't he already just go to um, Panera. Panera yeah. He's got a coffee membership. <laughs> yeah. That was a sweet move. That was a sweet move. Um, I was talking to Nikki the other day. Oh, go ahead, Ab. Well, I was going to say, that's like one of the things I'm looking forward to when I'm old. It's like, they know what they like. It's established. Mm. Mm. Yeah, very true. And, uh, I mean, obviously, I, w- I want to continue to have a growth mindset when I'm older, but there's there's something about, like, you know, when you see old people for like 20 years, they just get vanilla ice cream or something like that. That's their flavor. Something to say. I think it's pretty cool. I don't think I'll ever become like that, though. <laughs> no, that's, but that's not your MO. No. Your specialty pizza guy. Um, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, maybe, maybe those people said that, though, and then they hit. 70 and they were like yeah nope. yeah do you do you think they've always been vanilla people or they came full circle and they're yeah, like they, i i've tried it all give me right. the vanilla which if i came to that place then i would be pleased yeah but that's kind of it's kind of like an ecclesiastes conclusion you're like i've seen all the world yep yeah you know and it comes back to vanilla yeah yeah and at the end of the day vanilla is right all along. right um I thought that I lost my Ivanhoe's stamp card. I didn't tell you guys this. We went to Ivanhoe's a few weekends ago, and I go to my wallet, and it wasn't there. I'm devastated because I need every single one. Every trip that I go, I need to get that stamp. And so I didn't get it last time, which was a major bummer. Thought that I lost it. Rummaged around when I got home, found it. It's in shambles. It's like (laughs) – Rummaged around sounds like you were in the garbage. 
<laughs> Were you in the garbage? I was not in the garbage. Uh, I was in this chest that we keep all of our precious belongings. <laughs> um, yeah. You got your birth certificates in there. Yeah. Yep. And my Ivan host card. Right. So that, that was the first place I looked because I was like, it's probably with our precious things. Um, I'm at, I'm at 50, but I, I will say this. I was very troubled when I went to Ivanhoe's because I was like, I never had to pick out what I want to actually get. It's always just been whatever's next on the list. So it was difficult for me to, to make a decision, but I got there. Wait, you finished? Oh, no, I'm halfway done. <laughs> well, then why, why are you done with the list? I'm not done with the list. Oh, wait, did you not have your card when you went? I, I didn't have my card when I was there like two weekends ago. So I didn't oh, get Oh, I see. But now I, I found the card. I got it in my wallet. I'm going to be in Upland this weekend. I'm going to try to go twice. Uh, I suppose. <laughs> what, what's your What's your estimated date of completion? My My estimated date of completion is I have multiple children that go to Taylor. Yeah. And that's when I really, it's like a, you know, it's compound I, interest. Yeah. I was going to say 2050, <laughs> the year 2050. That, 20, I would love, Grant, yeah. I would love to yeah. be there for, for your 100. So don't do it without the whole gang. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's that's great. We need to let you on our shoulders. Yeah. Jake <laughs> because, not to, Jake's not allowed to be there because he's been hating the whole time. <laughs> well, he can be, he needs to be there to hate. Like just for this yeah. whole, I want him. Picture. I want him outside. You know, the back room of Ivanhoe's. I want him outside the window watching me. Yeah. <laughs> <the> I, no, <laughs> I should. I should be at the front holding up the certificate because I've driven you there. With, uh, with the you hate. think you drove? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't need your hate. <laughs> oh. Yeah, uh, you, Jake, you need to think of something that will make it. Like less satisfying. Some, some, <laughs> something you can do that would totally stick a pin in his balloon. Yeah. That day. Oh, don't do that. That's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway, I'd be, I'd be elated. That'd be a great yeah, day. Yeah. I don't know if my actual shoot's gonna make it that long. It looks really bad. It's like they, they probably give you a new sheet if you requested it. I know. I almost don't want it because, like, on the back of it, it says when I started, which is like August 2014. Has the date on there? That's incredible. Like, oh, that's cool. It's been eight years. So, where do you know how many you had done when you graduated, roughly? Hmm. Hmm. That's a good question. I don't. I should have marked that. I would guess probably like forty, forty-two. <laughs> <laughs> You're on a bad pace. <laughs> well, I'm not in Upland. <laughs> I know, but you've got someone down there. You're gonna have a lot of dead years. I'm afraid. No, there's been, yeah, there's been a lot of times we've been down there and we haven't gotten out of hose, which can't happen. It needs, it needs yeah. to be that every time I'm there, I need to get something. Uh, but I'm gonna get there. I'm afraid they're gonna like stop the program, but I'm still working through yeah, that. That's I was gonna, I was about. gonna ask, did they change the T-shirt or is it the same for all these years? I don't, I don't think so. They also changed that back room completely. I don't know if you got one in the last time you guys have been to Ivanhoe's, but uh, now it's just a bunch of American flags. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> like, they used to have pictures and stuff of, like, TU yeah. students and, like, a uh, bunch of, I don't know. Yeah. 
I don't know. I got a real patriot running things. <laughs> Which, I mean, God bless America, obviously, but. Right. Did, uh, so you're going to watch Hudson, I assume. Yeah, they play I will. Rivalry game. Hashtag beat I will. Oh. I poo. Let me tell you how I know it's a rivalry. When you said I will. Yeah. I, I, in my loins, I just, I had, but like a, I went, ugh. Yeah. yeah. Like I, deep, deep down. I feel that so much. And, and I'm like, is it, have I been conditioned that way? Or is there like something about what that institution is and that it just is counter to who I am? I don't know. I, I think yes. I yeah. think we've, we've maintained a very anti Iwoo ethos in our room for these yeah. years, these yeah. number of years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Never lost Iwoo in my life. That's true. Yeah. I, <laughs> we can take that to our, our grave. I have never lost Iwoo in anything. Right. Um, which is very satisfying. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why we came back for the fifth year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just for that. Exactly. I, I can't, I think I would have a hard time going. I mean, obviously my life would be fulfilled, but I think it would gnaw at me if we wouldn't have won that game. Yeah. It would that, really bother me. That would have made that whole year seem like a loss to me. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah, for sure. Totally. Uh, and it was definitely scarier than it should have been. Yeah. But come on. Yeah. Little, little brother. You should have had, yeah, you should have had two touchdowns in that game. I was no. very upset when that I was taken remember. away. I, was it, was it like before the half? Well, you had a touchdown before the half. I don't see it. Dude, my memory is so bad. Slant bubble. We had, yeah. and then we had one where I was kind of scrambling around and I found you in the back of the end zone. And yeah, I got called cool. back. We had linemen downfield. Oh, I won't name names. It wasn't Jacob. <laughs> it was definitely not me. Wait, did I catch it in the back of the end zone? Yes, and it Dude, was. I, have, I remember all my bad plays. I remember all. I remember the Santa Heights play like all, every day. I don't know if you remember that one. I do. What's Santa Heights play? <laughs> okay, good. I don't want to relive it. Okay, I remember a bubble that I threw into the dirt at Concordia that was supposed to go to you. No, it was on a third down. Oh, I remember. I'm just – that might be the throw that I would want back. Don't remember. I don't even want to think about my bad plays. <laughs> think about Marion, that, that like, converted safety playing defensive tackle just running around me. That dude was, he, was, he was very good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that dude. Uh, yeah, but – so Hudson is having some injury problems. He's had a great season, um, but – he he looks like he has a sports hernia. Oh man, that's yeah, the whole by now. Might be genetic. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, y'all do definitely. I mean, it's fitting that you would get a sports hernia with the amount of sports that you play. <laughs> yeah, year round. I'm surprised that Blake hasn't gotten one. Yes, that's well, he's hernia. he's had he's had his own in. <laughs> Yeah, no, we should share about Jake or Blake's discovery. <laughs> All right. This sounds, this sounds serious. 
based on the way you set it up. Uh, no, I don't know. Well, I mean, if it was more serious, I think it'd be less of a laughing matter, but yeah. he's recovered well, I think. Yeah. Last summer, Blake was playing so much disc. I'm probably going to butcher this story, but he was playing so much disc that he, like, really injured his elbow. Like, I don't know what you would Yeah, Tommy John's going on, basically. Yeah. Uh, UCL, I think. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so he, like, couldn't – he could, like, barely even lift his arm, like, flex his elbow, essentially. Yeah. Um, but not to be deterred because disc needs to be played. He decided that it was a great time to work on the left-hand game. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> he didn't slow down his pace of, of disc golf at all, which is like, I don't know, 27 holes a day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and his left arm has never been used to this frequency before. So quickly also injured his left arm. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture him like with his arms yeah. up. So he's got he's got dual <laughs> he's got dual dead arms that he can't use. <laughs> and so the next thing I find out is he joined like a soccer league. <laughs> he's playing soccer because he can't do anything else. Um, amazing. And yeah, we had I remember we had him on our wiffle ball team and he couldn't pitch and he couldn't throw. Like he yeah. couldn't do anything. He, he had a very hard time like lifting up the wiffle ball bat because his arms <laughs> were like destroyed. Oh my goodness, that tells you. That's just yeah. the love of the game. <laughs> that is yeah, that is definitely the love of the game. Okay. You think, I think I think he's doing well. Good. Yeah, I just wonder how much respect he might get for that in like mm-hmm. the the disc community. Yeah, I mean, he's super good with his left arm. Like, he could easily beat me with his left arm. It's pretty mm-hmm. amazing. But, um, all right, let's finish up this these fantasy names. Jake, you want to? I'll, I'll do my name. Um, my team name. We're one in seven. Just throw that out there. And I got a notification that Austin Eckler didn't practice today, so the doom just doesn't stop. <laughs> And I lost by 0. 0.6 points to Maul last weekend. Oh. To Robinson, Bob Evans? To Bob Evans. Um, Darnell Holbein. Lost. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the best name. Lost. Yeah, it's good. Um, and that is a play on Darnell Mooney, who has not been a good player for me. Uh, but maybe he's coming alive. And my father, who is Daryl Holbein, and sometimes goes by Darnell. And then for a picture, I have my father uh, in <laughs> in Middle Eastern type clothing from uh, a church play. <laughs> Was he a wise man? I think he was a wise man. He's in a, he's in biblical clothing. Yeah. Biblical clothing. It's a good way to say it. Yeah. Uh, and he's got, you know, he's got a great face. But I, I figured out how to get pictures on there. Um, I had to look it up on like Reddit and then it was very easy. I just followed exactly the steps they told me and then it was boom. Done. So if you ever need help with that, Reddit is the place. That's the place to do it. 
Yeah. It'll, it'll teach you because I was like, I'm not going to have Darnell Holbein and not have a picture of my father. Yeah. That's uh, fitting. So I was able to get that in there, which, you know, doing well as a team name, not doing well in fantasy, which is unfortunate. You got to win but, something, you know? Yeah. I think I still have time to make it out of the bottom four. It could happen. I need to like win out, but we'll see. What's the punishment this year? A polar plunge, polar which plunge. of all the punishments I think is the easiest. Oh yeah, by far. So that's cool for me having a bad year this year. Um, yeah, I don't think that'll be bad. We haven't really come up with any of the rules for that. We should probably figure that out before I, who I assume that I'm going to be the one doing it. Um, yeah, do that. Well, I mean, isn't it based off who loses the playoff? Yeah, so there's always hope. Which I like. So you have you have a decent amount of hope. All right, I think I'm peaking right now. I put up like over 130 the other day, and I hadn't broken 100 at the first like. Yeah, yeah, you should know. Like when I lost a few years ago, I was happy to break 90. Yeah. So I think I think you're you're okay for now. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Um, okay. We'll say Jake's for last. Grant Farrington's. I like Grant's. And I think could be a number one contender. Uh, his is Fantasy Wars 4. So I do think that means we're in our fourth season. Yeah, it's actually. gotta be. Uh, Revenge of CMC. I believe it's CMC. I can't see the whole name here. Yeah, I think, I think it is. Yeah, which is great on so many levels. Uh, for one, Grant had the number one pick in our draft, which dropped to the last choice, I believe. And uh, everyone was telling him, Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor. Um, and he said, nah, forget y'all. I'm going with C-Mac, and I don't care about his injury pass. And it's worked out pretty well for him so far. Mm-hmm. And he's got a great picture of C-Mac in the tank, like Darth Vader. Which, you know, like, how do you even find that? <clears throat> that is great. This year has been the most satisfying for me. I'm not necessarily dominating. I am winning more than I have in the past. Oh, yeah. I but that. I I attribute it to Blink. I went with a Blink mindset this year. A mm. uh, book by Malcolm Gladwell that we've talked – I think we've talked about on the podcast. <laughs> Almost every episode, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get it in. Yeah, yeah everybody right. should, should read Blink. Um, but yeah, basically go with your gut. Uh, don't try to be cute with who you get. Yeah. And it's worked out. Yeah, I, I always fall for the track. I like, trust what ESPN's ranking these people, you know? Yeah. yeah. ESPN's ranks are trash. They're trash. Yeah. You just got to go with what, what you feel. I, that's smart. I've, I think I'm going to, every year I'm like, I don't like how I drafted. I want to do something different next year, but yeah. My strategy. I think I have something new next time, which everyone's going to be like, that's stupid. But no, see, that's what you got to, yeah. You just got to get over that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a very good one. Oh, Sean Kreps is Gay Boyd, which, wait, does he have Tyler Boyd? Or, I, uh, okay. I suspected so. He might have dropped him. No, he does. Okay, he's yeah. got him. Yeah, I mean, he's got 
he's got Matt Gay and Tyler Boyd. So that's good. Yeah. I think it's a top half name. Yeah, it's a top half name. I mean, it's convenient that he had both those names. It's like, it works out well. Now he could have, he's got Jalen Waddle too. Now you can tie those three names together. Oh my gosh. Uh, moving on. Family show. Cut that, cut that, cut that. Cut that, yeah. Okay, what's good? Okay, I think all we have left. Am I missing anyone? No. Okay. Jake, you want to you wanna give yours? My team name is Receptacles Deep. <laughs> Which I I'm not Which I'm not gonna explain. I'm not gonna yeah, also fam. I'm not gonna explain it though. I think that I think it's better just left out there. I agree. I do have a lot of good receivers on my team though. That's that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, I think that's a big hint. And I I it just came to me one day and I didn't know if it was good or bad or I well, really genius or bad. And I texted Grant, and he didn't really give me an answer, and then I'm just stuck with it. I still I still don't really know if it's good or bad. I wish you would have let it sit with me for longer. I think I would have gotten there. But Nikki, right Nikki got it right away. Nikki got it right away. Man, suspect. Which, yeah, I don't know what I think about that. She's a street rat. Street rat. Yeah. All right. Um, if people are listening out there, this is very deep. This is a gym. I'm anticipating in the month of May, my baby son. I'm putting this out here because I know we have, we have a community of people who would like to know that kind of thing. And I want to reward you for listening all the way this far. Oh, dude, I like that you're announcing it on the 209 podcast. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I, I, actually, I was I not actually expecting that. I was not expecting you to do that either. No, I, don't think, uh, no, I mean, I, I told like everybody. I told strangers today. I was very excited. That's awesome. Um, I hope that I go to Taylor this weekend and some people have listened to it and then I get to talk to them about it. Oh, that'd be great. Um, that far. Speaking of Taylor, Ronald Korfmacher called me last night. Did you tell him? I told him. <gasps> he called you out of nowhere? Well, he called me um, because I had texted him to be praying as our child. You know, uh, there were some tumultuous times recently yes. with our child, and um, we're still praying that the Lord, you know, keeps his baby healthy. And I invite everyone listening to do the same. Um, but yeah, he just just an amazing man, and was very encouraged. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, a lot of our, coach, our coaches at Taylor, they truly do feel like, or at least Corp and I have a good relationship. He feels like a second father to me in a lot of ways. So pretty cool. Yeah. I love that. It's awesome. Yeah, awesome. And I am super excited for baby Ev. I know. Do you think it's going to be baby Ev? I mean, it's your child and it's a boy. So I'll tell you what it's not going to be. Heisman. 
Dude, or... I forgot about the name Heisman. <laughs> I've got some new I got some new names that I'd be happy to throw out to you guys. Can you throw them out now or is it just then it's not public info? I personally don't care at all. Okay. I don't I don't get why people make such a big stink about all this. Right. Um, I'm out on all the weird I'm out I'm out on all the weird stuff that people do with like babies of like get all secretive and weird. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about though? No, it's true. We yeah, I mean we've I've gone in and out of how I felt about like how public, how private to be. Right. Um but yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. There, there, you can be you can be very like novel and it actually kind of creates this disinterest in the baby that I don't like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yes. people are like now I care less about your child because you won't tell me stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, you know, I've always said privacy is the enemy of community. <laughs> so true. That is a direct quote. We've created a whole game off of this. Yes. And I think it is true. And I, I, Whenever I think about this, it's true. Like, me keeping private baby names, it's just taking away a moment for us to, just, like, have community about something, to talk about something. <laughs> I feel like you're trying to sucker me into giving up baby names right now. Oh no, sorry. Okay. No, you don't have to because I also know <laughs> yes. that there's. There, I was not trying to do that. There's a second no, no, no. this, which is called a wife. Um, yes, 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 yes. Yes, and they have different preferences than I do uh, about privacy and things like that. So I try to respect my wife. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> So we're about that could be our tagline on the show. Respect your wife. Yeah, we could have a new we could have a new tagline like every episode. Respect your wife. Um, I think that should be, hey producer, that should be the title of this episode. Yeah, producer. We don't get titles. He just puts. Oh, it, put in a description. Yeah, th- th- that's the kind of guys we are. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the kind of guys we are. We respect our wives. Um, but I'm going to share this name. I'm going to share this one name because I know that uh, it's not going to be allowed, which is yeah. really unfortunate. But maybe it will. And cool, we heard it here first. Hezekiah. Hezekiah. Okay. okay. Bible. Hey, I know you're going Hezzy. Yes. Dude, Hezzy? That's sick. <laughs> That's a good. That's a good alliteration for you too. Hezzy Holbein, dude. Hezzy Holbein, that's sick. Right. And every time he also needs to have the dirtiest Hezzy in the game. Yeah, that's that's where you're setting him up. Yeah, it's like all right. Listen, we're gonna we're gonna wrap the Hezzy. Hezzy Hezzy Holbein. I think it's sweet, and I'd also throw in Zeno in there. I'm big on family names for middle names. Yeah. Um, so HZH HZH isn't that sweet? So it's like kind of a double hezzy. Yeah, it's sick. HZH. So him with the him with the hezzy hezzy. Yeah. All right. I Hezekiah, like that. Zeno, hold on. Yeah, okay, I'll give you. I'll give you my dog names. How about that? I always think about man. This is a cool dog name. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Charles Bar- yeah, Charles yeah, Barkley. Right. I right. tell I tell everybody that this is the yeah. best name ever. What about Saquon? Oh. I don't know. 
it froze. Charles Barkley. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Charles Barkley just because uh, I yeah. actually like the name um, Dumbledore for dog. I like that too. Yeah, I'm a big Dumbledore guy. Or I was trying to think of if I would go with Albus. Or Albus, is, Albus is a good. I like Albus a lot, actually. <laughs> yeah. and if you were joking around, you would just call him Boosty. Like, um, Megan has agreed to let me call a dog if we get a dog, Rooney, which is the Rooney family's. Uh, they own the Steelers. Well, I respect oh. them. Um, I've also thrown around the, the idea of Tomlin, just because big Coach T fan. Yeah. Um, so. Those are some good dog names. Those are good dog names. Those are great dog names. I like Elvis a lot. That's probably my favorite. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and then I just picture, I just picture him like so proper and yeah, 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 yeah. eating lemon drops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so. So that's that's. But I think Chubbs. Chubbs is the most fitting name. To dog that I've ever seen. Yeah, Chubbs is a great name. Yeah, I think I think it meshes well with the type of dog he is. And right. I mean, a lot of when I got a dog, I wanted a dog that I could laugh at, like <laughs> that would bring me joy. He does that. La- laugh with, laugh with Chubbs. Yeah, he, he can make fun of himself. Did anything get get left on the cutting room floor second week that I've said that? As far as dog names for Chubbs? Well, in the same vein, I thought about Stafford for a while. Mm -hmm. So I made his middle name Matthew Stafford. (laughs) (laughs) um, I I feel like stuff like that, I'm just very decisive. And I quickly forget the other options. Yeah, good. I like it. I think Charles is such a good name. Pudge would have been fitting too. Pudge, yeah, Pudge would have worked too. I also will sometimes remember that he's named after the guy Chubbs from Happy yes. Gilmore, and it just, <laughs> it just makes me laugh. Yeah, you know that gator that got your hand? I got his head. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Chubbs. Yeah. R.I.P. Well, it sounds like we've hit that winding down kind of. Yeah. Well, usually moment. we have a hard stop with a Megan. And I know. she's just letting us go rampant. She's studying the Bible tonight, so that could go on for hours. Respect your wives and read your Bible. That's still going on. Respect your wives, especially those. <laughs> no, I shouldn't say it. Everybody should respect their wives. <laughs> yeah, if they're not reading your Bible, that's fine. <laughs> Strike that. Strike that. Come back up. Back up that. All right. All right. All right. Um, Thank you for joining us on the 209 Podcast. We'll catch you in two weeks.